But anyway, Kendall, oysters and ostriches, cabbages and kings. <gasps> oysters and ostriches, cabbages and kings. <laughs> but anyway, Kendall, oysters and ostriches, cabbages and kings. Hey, Cliff. Oh, hello. Hello to you, too. I just had this big gallon of sparkling water, which I don't even like it, Kendall. I think it's a hoax. I don't think those bubbles bubbles don't naturally occur. You telling me there's a bubble in spring somewhere? I don't believe it. Hogwash. Hogwash. That's what what, uh, sparkling water actually is. It's hogwash. Do you Uh, think she got the, the name Hogwarts from hogwash? Do you think? Uh, I'm sure she was sitting there. She's like, what am I going to call this school? And she was in a cafe writing the book. And somebody behind her was like, that's hogwash. And she said, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. That's Hogwarts. It. See, she's not such a genius. She just no, heard it in right a cafe. Place, right time. Right place, right time. Speaking of wrong place, wrong time, why are all these Playboy magazines stacked up in the booth? There's not enough room in here as it is. Oh, it says Charles' name on the on the cover right there, of course. Oh. These, what? Charles, why are these? Oh, God. Sorry. I was like, I do not have a Playboy. I don't even have that one with Dolly Parton on the cover from the 70s or the early 80s. Although maybe I should. Is Look in that stack. Does that have the Dolly Parton one from the 80s where she was dressed know. up as There's, the bunny? I don't see them. I don't see it right now. But, you know, and Cliff, I don't have any Playboys. I've gone digital on everything. Even on your Playboys, even on, on your everything. girly mags. All right. <gasps> no, Cliff, I don't have any, of course. Well, I don't know why Charles has stacked them up in the booth, though. We have no room in here. There's barely enough room for us as it is. Why are they in the booth now? Why didn't he take them out? Why did he put them? <laughs> when he put up the booth here at the rodeo, why? I don't know. But I'm sure he had a good reason. Maybe he ran out of room in you know his truck bed. I don't know. And he, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, um, we'll see. Anyway, Cliff, you just mentioned we're at the rodeo. There's excitement in the air. Uh, is that what that is? Aspirin cream in the air. Ah, uh, that's not what I wish I was smelling. It's some aspirin. <laughs> well, you're smelling a lot of bullshit. Oh, I think that's it. You know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurch. She, in about I don't know half an hour or so, she's supposed to be in the big senior ladies. Bull riding thing. She's on the docket. So she is riding a bull. Now, Cliff. But anyway, Kendall, I'm just thinking she's probably going to set some sort of new world record for senior ladies bull riding. You know, she's got to pass the eight second mark. Do you think she can last eight seconds? Do you think she has the etiquette? Please. She could do anything for eight seconds. 
And especially with old Bozo out there by our side, Mr. Snodbottom, he's all dressed up as a rodeo clown. He is. Now, oh my gosh, I have not ever seen him with that thick of a clown makeup on before. But, you know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Trench, she said in the sun out here, she had to really spackle it on so that it's not, you know, coming off when he's out there trying to divert the bulls well, yeah. from... Well, she, and she said also works as sunscreen, so double, yeah. double your pleasure. Um, and his his clown name is Droopy Pants. Well, <laughs> the shoe fit. The, if the big floppy clown shoe fits, Kendall. But this is not. I, I can't believe we've been sitting here talking about floppy clown shoes for so long. What else are we going to talk about? That's <laughs> not even what the show is about, Kendall. You're the one that's supposed to be wrangling us in, getting us on topic. Cliff, my wrangling days are over. I just I just go for the ride now. It's just a fun ride. Speaking of wrangling, I don't think those are even Levi's that she's wearing. I think that they're Wranglers that oh, she's got. Oh, well, she would know the right kind to wear. I always wear the wrong ones. That's why these are so tight. Look, look at I've got a muffin top over here. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry. So let's oh. move on. I don't want to look over there anymore. I mean, where's that stack of Playboys? All right, Kendall. <laughs> This is a show about ostriches. And yeah, not about bulls. Oysters. Ostriches. Which one do you love more, ostriches or oysters? Uh, I mean, probably ostriches. They have more of a personality than an oyster. Ugh, the poor, Hard to get behind an oyster. I'm uh. sorry, oyster lovers out there. I hate to hear... Kendall besmirching them but over But that was not a over. besmirch. You asked me a question. I gave you an answer. That was an op-ed. It's just an opinion over here. I'm not saying my way is the right way. Yeah, you were. I'm, I'm engaging <laughs> in some, uh, you know, gotcha journalism. And well, got, I don't gotcha. like it. I gotcha. don't like it. Kendall. I'm feeling attacked here in the first few minutes. Just kidding. Of course, this is a show of love. And one thing I love about ostriches is that it's the only bird... With two toes. Did you know this? No, I didn't wear the rest of the damn toes. Well, all flying birds, which of course an ostrich is not, flying birds have four toes, and flightless birds usually have three, but the ostrich is the only one that has two sharp toes on each foot. They have one big toe, which looks like a hoof, and it has a little small toe that helps them balance. I think it's because they are so closely related to the velociraptor. <gasps> they they do actually look like a velociraptor. They, they do. Have to, they have Toto. Um, um, Cliff, Cliff, I love them because they're the world's largest bird, oh. and you know they just they they right after my own heart. Um, and you mentioned they're flightless. They have to be because they're the world's largest bird. You can't fly if you're the largest. No, and you know they live in Africa. I know we saw a lot when we were on the savannah in the ride tour. Yeah. We saw the big, huge flocks of them just running around. And now what I think is, you know, you identify with them for being so large. I identify with them for this because ostriches have three stomachs. Don't you wish you had a couple extra stomachs now and oh. again? Yeah, yeah, I do. I wish you could just be like, oh, that one's full. Flip it over to the other one. That one's full. <laughs> you know, just change, like they change the railroad tracks. Just yeah. move it over. Let's go. What, going a, to number what a way two. to live. What a way what? to live. So fantastic. Now, ostriches, they really have a lot of peculiarities. Speaking of the two toes, three stomachs. <laughs> and the three stomachs have different 
functions. They have a glandular stomach, which takes the role of a gallbladder. Remember how frequent guests are Alan had no gallbladder. It died before yeah. even he did. And the muscular stomach or the ventriculus, not ventriloquist, the ventriculus where stones and pebbles and other foods are ground. And then the food is passed into their long intestines and Oh, I just, I'd love also that they secrete urine and feces separately. God, don't you love it? Um, just you know, like us. That's just, <laughs> just like us. Cliff, could you imagine? We could have one stomach for desserts, oh. one stomach for the entrees, and one stomach for appetizers. We would be set. Like, right when you start to get, like, I'm really going to fill up on appetizers. And then I'll just switch over to the entree. Because, you know... I don't know if you ever have seen this in your lifetime, Cliff. I feel like I, was, uh, I saw something that a lot of people didn't get to experience. Mm. My aunt, her, her, she had a truck. And, oh, uh, sorry. And what was weird about it is it had like a switch on it. So it had two gas tanks in it. Mm. And so like if you're running low on one, you just swap it over to that other gas tank. And I thought that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen when I was a kid. And so I feel like I a little bit understand what it would feel like to have two stomachs. But man, oh man, I really, if that evil genie shows up, I'm asking for two stomachs. Now, did she invent that? Or how did it Hell, just... hell no. No, it just, it exists on some cars. Like some uh, more commercial vehicles will have two, you can like switch from one to another, like in a big like semi or something. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Now this ostrich fact reminded me of you and what you did when you were courting Susan all those years ago. Because a, a male ostrich uses its feathers to attract a hen. And the male ostrich will dance and flap and bow their wings to get the female's attention. Remember when you did that to Susan? And Man, the, that big feather dance? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. The neck of the male ostrich, just like yours, became red. And while the feathers of the female ostrich, you know, you knew Susan was ready to mate when her feathers turned silvery. I really ruffled her feathers. Oh, God. Oh, God. You asked oh, for it. God. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I regret it. Oh, Cliff, God. no, really, our, oh, our mating God. ritual is more like oh, what God. people think happens with an ostrich when they bury their head in the sand. But it's not no, true. No, they don't. They don't. I know. That's why I'm here to tell you. It's not true. It's a lie. It's a hoax. They don't bury their head in the sand. They uh, sometimes, well, they give birth and they put their eggs in these little holes and they have to rotate them a lot with their heads sometimes. And so people mistake them for having their head in a hole sleeping. Or, like, they'll be eating, and they'll have their head down on the ground, and people are like, oh, there's just the ostrich with the head buried in the hole. No. But it ain't true. Stop spreading that rumor. Doesn't just the stupidity of mankind, it makes me want to bury my head in the sand. It just me when too. I think about it. It makes yeah. me want to kick them. And, but, you know, ostriches do that, and they'll kill oh, a human with just one kick. Good for them. You know, those big toes... I say, go, ostrich, go on with your bad self. Get them, get them. Now, this also reminded me of you and Susan Kendall, because ostriches, they their breeding season begins in June or July every year. They don't lay eggs all the year like chickens do. Ostriches, they just uh, lay one egg every other day or so. And, you know, the, also, this is like you, the, the female is dominant, and she lays about seven or ten eggs in that nest, like you said. And, you know, similarly, the a single nest, <laughs> what am I saying? Similarly, a single <laughs> nest may have 60 eggs from all these different lady ostriches. Can you believe it? It's like a, a free-for-all in there. 
communal. It's like a commune. These are hippies, these ostriches. <laughs> well, Cliff, and also ostriches are mainly vegetarian. This is a big hippie orgy going on in here. <laughs> it's a big hippie orgy. Uh, you know, we don't engage in this, but their meat is high in protein. It's low in fat. Not going to do it. No, not going to do it. Kendall says he's not going to do it. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, oh, a lovely time. Oh. We're having getting ready for the big rodeo. Yes. Don't you love Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn in these wonderful, tight-fitting <laughs> Wrangler jeans bars and I, her spurs? Look, I, <laughs> I absolutely yeah. do. You look amazing, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. But I cannot take you seriously, Mr. Snodbottom. You just, you, even though you sound serious, you have that big smile literally plastered on your face. Oh, well, I, <laughs> Doesn't he look wonderful? Yes, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn, you know, she put on my clown makeup this morning. I'm all ready to distract these bulls and studs and calves and whatever the, the duty calls for, boys, as a rodeo oh, clown. <laughs> Let's keep the duty out of the ring. <laughs> uh, well, there's already enough duty in the ring. Kendall, there's bull, uh, the bulls yeah, and the true. cows and all this roping. Now, Miss Potter Butter Butter Turn, you are, are you trying to break the world record for ladies uh, over a certain age on the bull riding? Or do you think, you know, I've just heard some whispers about it through well, the crowd. <laughs> well, you know, I am very competitive. But, you know, a lot of the ladies are saying that even in the practice rounds, I was going for a very long time, longer than most of the senior women have been able to hold on for as to at this point, dear. So we're, we're hoping for a record to be set. Oh, yes, you know, I've seen Mrs. Potter 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 turn hold on to her purse in very high winds, boys. So I have no doubt that she's going to be holding on to that bull for as long as she wants. Isn't that right, Sugarlum? Oh, yeah. oh, well, dear, they are different things. But yes, that's been good practice up to this point to hold on to the bull. It has been. Now, also, I love... I love this cowboy hat that you have on. It is sparkly on the one side, but it's still made of, you know, just this real cowboy material. And I think it just, it really is a sort of a style. It's called leather, Cliff. Oh, leather. Is that, I, thought it was, I thought it was human skin. Like for a cowboy minute. material. I thought it was made from an old cowboy, like, you know, Leatherface. <laughs> oh, no, dear. Well, uh, this did take hours to ride in stone last night, but it was worth staying up to make sure I looked great for today. Oh, yes. She barely slept at all, boys. She was working on her hat and, of course, designing my clown makeup as well. Well, it's a good thing you got... Priority straight, so um, I can't wait to see how it goes. It is. Now, I see some of y'all's friends over there from your Yahtzee Club. They're doing that roping of the, you know, the big roping of the bull steer or whatever you call that. Of, oh, dear, look, they're doing the roping all wrong. They're making my club look bad. Dear, I oh, told no, you we must work on the rope time before oh, we go to the rodeo. Oh, well. uh, she can move so much faster in those Wranglers. Well, I think, the you know, those boots, too, they're made for walking. The boots with the fur. There they go. And now ostriches <laughs> are also like us because they create a range of sounds. Just like you, I've heard you make all these sounds, Kendall. Honking. Just today. Hissing. Chirping. Whistling. Belching. Drumming. Grunting. Oh. And booming. Now, typically the hissing sound means... Stay away. So if you hear Kendall or an ostrich going, 
get. And male If I hear anybody doing that, I'm going to get. <laughs> male ostriches and Kendall, they also make the boom sound during mating season. So if you hear either no, of them. you just meant when I walk. No. Boom, boom, boom. Well, the boom. earth booms when you walk, but you make a booming <laughs> sound when it's, you know, your mating season. Well, what are you going to do? Can't deny it. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. Cliff, you know the wingspan is like six foot long. That, and that's how tall I am. That's I'm just I'm just like an ostrich. You are so much like it now. I don't uh, we cannot go riding ostriches oh. because ostriches can only carry up to 150 pounds, Kendall. We'd have to have oh, several we need a team of ostriches to carry us, I think. I, ostrich couldn't carry me at six. <laughs> well, we're going to break all its bones if, uh, you know, <laughs> if we did that. Oh, now, you know, Clip, we've talked about how big the bird is and how big the wingspan, yeah. how big all this stuff is. Right. You know, they have the biggest, the largest eye of any land animal. Oh, do Isn't they? Isn't that crazy? Of, of any big land. The better to see you with. Wow. I, of any land animal, so there's no bigger eyes in, like, an elephant? I, no. I disagree. Look how little elephant's eyes are. What, but they're, what about a hippo? Hippo eyes? I know. It says the ostrich has the largest eye of any land animal, measuring almost five centimeters across, allowing predators such as lions to be seen at long distances. <gasps> oh, well, I have conflicting, or it's not conflicting, but it's different information. It says ostriches have the biggest eyes among any bird in the world, is what mine says. Well. But listeners, you know, we're going to let you make up your own mind. Are you, you decide. Are you Team Cliff or Team Kendall on the ostrich eye debate? Now, one thing I we know can, what team I'm on. <laughs> one thing we can all agree on, though, Kendall, is that ostriches also like you. They can live for more than forty years. You know, you're forty-one, oh. and you are as just old barely there. as an ostrich. That's what I am. And of course, the ostrich's brain is smaller than their eyes. Their brain, well, because they got the largest eyes in the damn world. Of any, of any, anything, any creature of anything ever. in the world ever, ever. Their eyes are bigger. Than any other eye, probably in any other eyes in space. You know, you see those aliens, and they look like they have really big eyes, but it's just the scale is off. Not as big as an ostrich. They're little green men, so the eyes look bigger, and frankly, their eyes pale in comparison. When you confirm those alien eyes are accurate, we will then change (laughs) the ruling. Until then. (laughs) Now, I... uh, I'm done with ostriches, Kendall, and that's not a joke. I'm done! I'm done. And that's no joke. (laughs) It's not a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but how much fun we had talking about ostriches. Will we ever have that kind of fun again? I doubt it. I'm going to say no. Now, speaking of something we were talking about much earlier in the show, Kendall, this is a callback. You know, I like to do callbacks. What do pigs use in the shower? Hogwash. Hogwash. (laughs) (laughs) Cliff, a termite walks into a bar and says... So, is the bartender here? Oh. <laughs> get it? Like, nice tender Oh, wood. I did. I, I did get it. He got it. it. In fact, got I it. did get it. Oh, God. Kendall, why did the owl quit its job? Didn't give a hoot. Oh, God. Me neither. Cliff, why don't pirates take a shower before they walk the plank? Because mm. they just wash up on the shore. <laughs> now, Kendall, I've been wondering this personally. Uh, how much do dead batteries cost? Because I think there there should be no charge. 
No, George, indeed. Cliff, my dog is a genius. I don't know if I told you this. But I asked him what two bodies two was, and he said nothing. <laughs> genius. Oh, God, Kendall. You know, that reminds me of this question I've been pondering. Why don't people play more hide and seek? It's because good players are hard to find. Oh, yes, they are. Cliff, um, you know, the other day Susan asked me to pass her her lipstick, but uh-huh. I accidentally passed her a glue stick, and she hadn't talked to me since. Uh, Kendall, what did one eye say to the other? There was a, between us, something smells. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, Cliff, somebody stole my mood, my my mood, my mood ring yesterday. Oh no! Yeah, I still don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm not a hard drinker, although maybe one after this round of bad jokes, but I'm not a hard <laughs> drinker. I actually find it pretty easy. Oh, it is. It's so easy. Oh, I got one more for you, Cliff. Uh-huh. I'm so good at sleeping, I can do it with my eyes closed. Oh, God. Kendall, what do you say? I wish I had one of these here right now. What do you call a murderer with two butts? An assassin. And finally, oh. Kendall, finally, this reminded me of you. Why do cows... Not why. What do cows do on date night? They go to the movies. Excellent. That's because you like movies. It reminded me of you. I prove it. I like movies. I like cows. I like when they go moo. I love it all. Yeah. I was right on board. <laughs> Finally, Kendall, I have a bonus <laughs> one. Finally, I thought we already had a finally. Well, yeah, this is like when the crowd is stomping their feet and somebody Encore. comes out for one more. And I have to ask you this, Kendall, and it's not a question. It's just something I'm going to say to you instead. Two fish are in a tank, and one says to the other, do you have any idea how to drive this thing? Oh, why are they in a tank? <laughs> I guess they were enlisted in the Army. must have been a draft. Well... They really got to the bottom of the barrel with that one. They went, well, I think oh. we've gotten to the bottom of the barrel. Kendall, oh, the well, then let's take a break, bottom, for God's sakes. The bottom of the barrel. All right, Kendall, let's take a break. I've got to go take a bathroom over there. There's a big line of rodeo people, though, out front of that porta potty. I hope they don't. Oh, oh I want to see if they got that Frito stuff that you put, like, Cheese on or something. Fritos? Yeah, let's go see. There's a big Frito stand over there. We're going to see. Oh, Ooh. all right. Frito, Fritos. You might get some Fritos. More sass right after this. Dermaplast Pain Relief Spray presents A Day at the Beach. When Paula discovered Whoa. she was sunburned, she ran to the lifeguard. He opened his first aid kit. Yeah. And there was Dermaplast. Stop pain fast with Dermaplast. Wow. Paula knew Dermaplast stopped skin pain fast. In fact, it's the number one pain relief spray used in hospitals. And of all leading sprays, only Dermaplast has three conditioners for soothing relief of sun-damaged skin. <sighs> Stop pain fast with Dermaplast. Spray or lotion. Use only as directed. Get ready for a heap and help and assassitude. Here comes Cliff and Kendall. Yeah. 
Kendall, I cut you off earlier on the ostriches. Did you have any other ostrich facts that you wanted to share with the world about their eyelashes, how they protect them from sandstorms? Cliff, I think everybody knows that they protect them from sandstorms. I think we got that. Um, I think that they sprint over 45 miles per hour when frightened or fleeing a predator. Everybody knows that. I didn't think we need to get into it. Okay. You know, they don't have teeth. Uh, they got a beak? Who has a beak with yeah. teeth, Cliff? Come on. Uh, well, that's why they have to eat all those rocks and stuff to help grind up their food. And you know, it, All right. If you're done with the... Rocks, I, J-Rod. In case anybody out there was wondering, I know some big ostrich lover was thinking they did not even mention... Their eyelashes. Well, now well, we have. Haven't now you have. heard the first rule of entertainment and comedy? Leave them wanting more. Leave them. I thought you were going to say, don't talk about eyelashes. Don't talk about eyelashes. There's two rules. Sorry, the big two rules of entertainment and comedy. Yeah. Don't talk about yeah. eyelashes and leave them wanting more. Because if you tell more. everybody everything, they're going to be like, well, I am just perfectly content knowing everything about ostriches. I don't feel like I don't ever need to listen to Cliff and Kendall again. I think a lot of people have said that last part. Now, Kendall, maybe I, oh, maybe, maybe far away, or maybe real nearby. They're sitting listening to our mm, show. Our show, and they're starting to cry. So Kendall, good. I, I, it's, it is so good. Here's something else good, Kendall. I have a surprise for you. <gasps> a surprise of cake. A, no, it is oh. a new segment that celebrates something that you know is near and dear to my heart as a library volunteer, literacy. And ooh, I really would have preferred cake. <laughs> I know that it's not anything near and dear to your heart. It's you probably don't understand the concept. It's rare. It it's rare to my heart. <laughs> this is called. This is a new segment. Let's see what can it be called. It can. It's. It's akin to. Our don't quote me segment, like who said it, but it, oh, it should be oh, who wrote me. Who the we call it? Who wrote me? It's I'm gonna read you a random paragraph. I get it. Who wrote me? Good one. Sorry, it took me a second. So it, it is. It's a very clever title. It's hard to understand. <laughs> Way too clever for me. <laughs> what did we say about the brain to eyeball ratio of you and the ostrich? Now, Kendall, I'm gonna read you a. Quick, par- a random paragraph, okay? Because it's I'm leveling the playing field for you. I'm going to read you a random paragraph from a book written by a celebrity. It's an autobiography or a memoir, something like that. And I might pick a paragraph that is <clears throat> brutally easy to answer, and I might pick one that's not because I'm picking them at random, folks, like they do the balls for the lottery, okay? I would suggest the easy ones, but... 
You know. Well, I told you I'm picking them at random, so okay. you can suggest right. what you want to the guy pulling the numbers at the the lottery, but he's only going to, you know, he only has so much power, Kendall. Well, he never helps. All right, Kendall, here's one for you. Here's the first one. This is written by a celebrity that you have heard of. <laughs> okay. Not, not a good choice already. Don't tell me that you have not heard of this celebrity because you have. Many other objects found in any household can do wonders to keep you in shape without your leaving the comfort of home. Water bottles, for example, can double as weights. Thick rubber bands work well for resistance. And for push-ups, sit-ups, and stretching, all you need is the floor. Yes, so many exercises need no equipment at all, like isometrics and the Royal Canadian Air Force workout, which is right for men and women of all ages. And I'll say, this is a hard one. I picked a hard one at random. Well, it's definitely one of three people. Uh-huh. So I should just say them all in case say you're like, well, it was this person. I was like, well, okay. I thought that person. It was either Richard Simmons, Jane Fonda, or Suzanne Summers. Uh, categories is wrong on all counts. It was... Our wonderful Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Well, from her book, Gotta Love Her. Don't count the candles, just keep the fire lit. Staying young at any age. Well, see, Kendall, you can borrow this. She was going to be my fourth guest, but I thought I would <laughs> stop at three. Well, let's see if you have better luck this time. All right. Opening at random. And here we I hope go. This is Billy Crystal. One of my mother's close friends would always excuse anything she did with, I'm old enough to be eccentric. She and mom were in their 70s when they met, yet I always had the distinct impression that this lady had been saying that since puberty. Is that Dolly? Dolly, it is. Our wonderful Betty White, in person. That book. Here's the thing. I knew I had heard that or read that because <laughs> I've read both those books, Dolly's and hers. Uh-huh. And I was like, but I just couldn't place it. All right. Here we go. Here's a new one, Kendall. Let's see if you can get this one. Okay. And, uh, you know, this could be those. Have, it's been hard so far. Let's see if we can get one that's easy. Probably not. Okay. I felt all warm and safe being back with my family, but my father was determined that I shouldn't get too comfortable. He'd already bought me a one-way plane ticket to New York and told me I was leaving in six days. The underlying antagonism between my father and me had not gone away during my time at college. It was still there, unresolved. Since there had been no attempts to talk about any of the issues that kept us apart, what would you expect? But my father was right about one thing. It was time for me to start my life. It was 1970, and I was 21 years old. I don't know the age. Lily Tomlin. Tomlin. This is, you guessed him a little bit too early. That was Richard Simmons. I just got my, I got my answers in the wrong order. (laughs) That was it. That was the problem. Kid, I hope you have not been cheating with these answers. This was from Richard Simmons, still hungry after all these years. (laughs) How could I, how could I be cheating if I'm losing? The good news for the listeners is this, that there are two more. All right, here we go. Let's see if this (laughs) is an easy one. That's good news for everyone involved. All right. This one maybe is an easy one. It is for everybody involved. We're, people are applauding. One day, my commercials agent at Zoli got a call from a casting agent looking for models who could act. My agent, of course, knew that that was my goal and said, we have one. For the first time, I was going to get to audition for a part in a movie. Amazing. And it had come through my modeling agency. My plan all along. I was told to wear a bikini under my clothes just in case because the role called for some scenes in underwear and they would want to see me in a bathing suit if the audition went well. 
Off I went to an office in Midtown where my audition was videotaped. After I read, the casting assistant didn't ask to see me in my bathing suit, though, so I pretty much instantly put the audition out of my mind. They were only going to want to see me in a bikini if I read well, so obviously I hadn't. A model who can act. I mean, that, that narrows it down. Um... Share. Nair. This is from, you should know this. Madonna. Nair. This is uh, Maronga. This, <laughs> we just had a great GDFF at the Cliff and Kendall Mart uh, celebrating Gina Davis from her oh. book, Dying of Politeness. And finally, Kendall. Oh, no, no. <clears throat> say, say, this is it. This is it. Let's say you have one last option. Unfortunately, Janet Reno referred the Cisneros case to Judge Sintel's panel anyway. True to form, they saddled him with a Republican special prosecutor, David Barrett, an active partisan who, though accused of no wrongdoing, reportedly had close ties with officials who were convicted in the HUD scandals of the Reagan administration. No one had accused Henry of any impropriety in his job, but he had been plunged into whitewater world anyway. Henry's legal bills had left him deeply in debt, and he had two kids in college. He had to earn more money to support his family and pay his lawyers. I was just thankful he had stayed for the full four years. Hillary, uh, Bill Clinton. Oh, my life. <laughs> By Slick Willie. I mean, you know, Whitewater did give it away a little bit. Hey, listen, Kendra, you were due for one that was easy. And, and yes. the four-year the four things, I was like, well, it could only be a handful of people. A handful. Poor Hillary never got even one year. And that was our new wonderful segment, Who Wrote Me? <laughs> <laughs> Who Wrote Me? Well, I got one. Cliff, it's time. Yes. To switch gears here a little bit, to slow mm. things down, if you will, like we're getting to the slow jazz part of the show. Uh, let's can we take a break? Can not take a break, but just take a put on some incense. <sighs> hold, hold on, I don't have any incense, but I have my pumpkin spice spray here. Oh, there we go. That works. That works. See, we're we're creating an atmosphere before we start talking about oysters. Isn't that a calming subject for the second half of the show? <laughs> Oysters remind me of that great scene in Dick Tracy where Lips Manless, he's eating a big bucket full of oysters, <laughs> and he's asking Breathless Mahoney, as perfectly portrayed by Madonna, and he's like, why don't you want to sit with me? And she says, it makes me sick when you eat. Oh, well, it's true. Uh, it's what people say to us. Cliff, yeah. do you like oysters? Have you ever had oysters? Have you tried them? Never in my life. Uh, oh, okay. I don't think I ever had anything remotely like an oyster. I used to like fried clams, but I did not. Okay. I don't think I ever had an oyster or anything like a little shell full of snot. I hear it's not great. No, I, it, every, from everything I've ever seen or heard when people eat oysters, they're like, oh, it tastes like a big wad of snot going down your throat. And I'm thinking, why do I need that in my life? Anyway, I mean, I'm vegetarian, you know, so I wouldn't eat a oyster. But I would, I would not want that in my life on a train, on a plane with, with Sam I am. Anyway. No. Well, what I like about oysters, though, and why I think we ought to just leave them there in the ocean is because they filter water even better than a Brita filter. Kendall? 
Oh, God, I love them for animals, yeah. I just don't love them for dinner. Well, speaking of snot, let me read this to you. This was not written by a celebrity. Every day, one oyster filters 50 gallons of water in a healthy one-acre reef around 24 million gallons, enough to fill 36 Olympic swimming pools. And here's how it works, Kendall. Here's how it works. I'm not going to just claim this and then not explain. Don't claim and not explain. You know, that's rule number one of podcasting. An oyster draws water in over its gills using cilia or their tiny hairs like you have on your butt. And plankton and particles in the water are trapped in mucus in the gill, then transported to the oyster's mouth. So, like when people eat oysters, oysters basically eat their own snot. But at the same time, they remove excess sediment, nutrients, and algae from the water. And that's what keeps the water in good shape for other marine life. Don't you They're love so it? Good. Don't They're you so love good. it? Don't you now, love it? See, and, and all the it? good they do for us, like, leave it? them alone, first of all. But And I'm even afraid to say this next part, because if some people get word of this, they'll have uh, them all killed. Clearly. Oh, no. But oysters can change their gender. Oh, They can God. start out as one, as, as male or female, and then just switch and change to another. So, you know, there's going to be a big group of people that want to revolt and kill all the oysters. Don't let it happen. Save that is That is going to trigger a lot of very sensitive, stupid people, Kendall. I know. And uh, speaking of hogwash, now spring... Mm, isn't it when all our hearts just turn to love, like right so now? My spring, my spring sprung. My, uh, I don't want to hear about your sprung spring, Kendall. Or your rum springer. Uh, but now, speaking of spring, it is the season. Tis the season right now, everybody. It's not Toyotathon. Damn. But it is the season. <laughs> sorry, sorry to get your hopes up. Kendall, I knew, I knew. You know how I get. I saw the big Toyota logo flashing in your eyes, and it's not not that time of year yet. But it is coconut nest season for the Russell Stover candy lovers like me, and you can't find them everywhere. But I happened—I was at the Cash and Carry the other day in Smackover, and there they were in their Easter candy display. So of course I had to get like five of them because they—they uh, they weren't at the Food and More. So if you are a coconut nest person, and you know in the spring now it's a coconut nest, in Halloween it's a crow's nest, and at Christmas. It's the exact same thing, but they just call it a wreath. And they are <laughs> fantastic. Kendall, they are fantastic candies that make you want to live to see another candy season. And when I'm looking... But next you're going to yeah. tell me that all the Reese's pumpkins and trees and everything are just really Reese's peanut butter cups shaped in different spaces. But those are at least shaped in different things. So these are all the exact same thing with different wrappers. But I like oh. them and I'm for it. And I wish they were available all year. Because then I would just go ahead and get diabetes immediately and die. <laughs> now, Cliff, I, th- there is a big controversy, I mean, a big conspiracy, I think, around oysters, too. Uh-oh. Um, because, you know, uh, as, as I said, people are always like, oh, it tastes like snot. I think it really is snot. Because if you want to hear what juvenile oysters are called, they're called spat, which is past tense of spit. Hello? Kendo, I think it's snot. Now, speaking of the young oysters, oysters spawn in the spring while I'm out looking for coconut nests in the Easter candy aisles. Oysters are spawning. (laughs) Females release just millions of eggs, like I release millions of great songs. And males, just like us, Kendall, they're just sperming everywhere. The sperm is just in open (laughs) water. 
And the fertilized eggs. Get a row. <laughs> you listen. If you think that you're walking through seaweed, it's just oyster sperm at this point. Fertilized Ooh. eggs develop into microscopic larvae, and you know, and then they drift on the tide. And then if something hasn't eaten these spermy larvae, then the larvae attach to a hard surface, most likely other oysters, and transform into little spats, Kendall, just like you said. Cliff, you know, uh, oysters are also vegetarians, just like I am. Uh, just saying. Oh, oh, by the way, I found yeah. out why all these Playboys are here. Why? I talked to Charles Contractor during oh. the during our break, and he is out there selling Playboys. He he like sell, like he says old editions of Playboys go for like triple price here at the rodeo, oh. and he always brings them. And I was like, well, maybe just bring a little bit of time. We don't have room in the booth. And he just started ignoring me and going back to selling Playboys. Oh, I thought he was selling peanuts over there. But now that I look closer, it does say Playboys on that thing that he's holding. Oh, see? We got to get glasses for you. We do need to get some glasses for me. I wish I had the eyes of an ostrich right now. because Oh, they'd be bigger. They'd, they'd be real be, big. They'd be so huge, they would explode my head out, I think. And uh, maybe I don't want that. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps I don't. Now, Kendall, does he think that a rodeo is the same thing as a flea market? Or I don't I don't even want to go. Let's not go there. I don't get why he would, or, you know, is selling adult materials. Who knows? Who knows? It's like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube, Cliff. Sometimes you just can't figure it out. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, look, look, look. That Mrs. Potter <gasps> Butter Butter turned. It's, she's, she's getting close to, to riding, I think. Oh, isn't she? Isn't that what net, that means? That, they're calling her thing? over. Yeah, they're calling her oh. over. And she is, oh, they're going to. Oh, the way she just jumped up on that bull <laughs> was like, I couldn't do that. My back hurts too much. I don't know why she's now, right, They're counting down. Oh, oh there she's oh, off. There she goes. Oh, oh, oh my oh. God. Look. Oh, there. oh, easy. Nothing to it. Ooh. Oh, oh she's, she's going in. Like, she's making it. Oh, she's making it look like there's nothing really to it. Like maybe any of us could do it. I don't know, Kendall. That bull is going in like a figure eight. It's uh, I'm confused. I don't know how I can barely even. Again, I can barely even see. <laughs> Did she glue her hand to the bull? How is she staying on all this time? Well, you know, Mr. Snubbum said that she's always holding on to her purse in high winds. So maybe it's this. There. Oh, her now. Her hat almost flew off, but I think she's got it bobby pinned to her perm. Oh yeah, and oh, and look at look, Mr. Stopbomb. He doesn't even have anything to do because the bull's not even paying attention to him. He's just, she's just riding the bull all over the place. He's just walking around in circles. Whoa, he is bucking. Bu oh, I think maybe. Oh, did he see a mouse or something? Because the bull just just started bucking twice as hard. Uh, what is the world record for anyone riding a bull? We should check. I don't it's, know, it's, but she's really going a long time. Well, we should just there. get back to the show and check back in because. Yeah. Now she's not going anywhere. Uh, what about pearls in oysters, Kendall? What is the deal? What about them? What's the deal? How does it happen? Well, they, they, it, isn't it like the sand that that gets in there, and it's like they like add calcium to it or something through all the water they're sucking through there, and it just keeps adding to it and adding to it till it turns into a pearl. That about sums it up. If that sums. <laughs> Oh, now, um. she just jumped off over there. She, um, I, oh, I, that was maybe she was starting off, but it looked like she jumped because she landed on her feet. So, though, they're good. She is. Well, yeah. Oh, that look, it just came up. Up, oh, she has hit a, a senior record. Oh, my, uh, I'm, I'm, I think people need to check. I think that was a world. Record. I think that's a record for any age. I, we're gonna have to get the Guinness people 
on this. Get the records, people. To see. Yeah. All right. Well, she's going to be over there taking photos for who knows how long. They're going to well, get well, all those you'll, flowers. So see if she can get over here before, you know, before the show's over so we can talk to her about oh, it. Oh, oh. And they're giving her that big, huge check. Oh. She's signing it over to the orphanage. And it, oh, uh, of course she is. Of course beautiful. she is. Beautiful. What a wonderful. Oh, all the, oh <laughs> I hear I hear a Wrangler sponsorship coming on. <laughs> if there were a box of cereal that had to do with a rodeo, she'd be on the cover, I think. Yeah. All right, Kendall. What else about oysters? You just greatly explained the pearl thing. Well, somebody had to. <laughs> You know, they pe- people that do eat oysters. Yeah. You know, they say that there are certain things about the flavor of oysters that are, is contributing to their flavor. Like, um, if they're obviously salt water or fresh water, like their their environment. But wh- wherever they are, depending on what type of water they filter and what things are in the water, it gives them different taste profiles. Um, so it's just people categorize oysters like fine wines. They're like, this came from this region and this came from here. Like, uh, I'm sure it's snooty as hell. I bet it is snooty, Kendall. I don't even want to think about how snooty it is. But I, don't even think about those snooty <laughs> oyster eaters. I do like to think about this, though. They have gills, just like you know, a lot of fish. The oysters have gills that they use for breathing. Thank God. God. I don't know what you thought they had. How would they breathe if they didn't? Yeah, have? I don't know. I don't know. I would. I didn't really think about it. It's a good thing. I. Good thing somebody thought about it. Well, and here's another good thing that we've all thought about and wondered. Can they poop? Yes. Oysters poop. Their filter feeders, waste collects inside their shell cavity as they digest food, just like in you, Kendall. And alongside the waste, oysters also contain what's known as pseudo-feces. That's significant bits of food that the oyster can't digest, along with bits of sand that makes up the pseudo-feces. And the oyster covers the sand and significant bits of food with mucus and stirs it next to its own feces, just like you, Kendall. And then the oyster will clap its shell together when it's ready to take a big dump. (laughs) And as the shell claps (laughs) together, the oyster pushes the water and the feces and the pseudo-feces and eliminates all waste. But unlike you, Kendall, even when oysters have a huge, messy shit, they leave the water cleaner than they found it. You can't say that, Kendall. I don't <laughs> think you can say that. No, I can't say that. But I think maybe I have some pseudo feces because mm. my stomach has been upset. So I, be- I bet that's what I have. Um, Cliff, um, I, I need to stop the show. Uh, like, if you, I just need everybody to like, listen to this. If you don't hear anything, hear this. Hear this. Uh, this is a big warning. It's a big warning. People need to hear about oysters. If you are thinking about going out and eating an oyster, you need to know that if you are eating a raw oyster where somebody just shucks it right in front of you and says, here, eat this, and you suck it on down, that oyster is still alive as you eat it. Really, if you eat a raw, like if you are eating a raw oyster, it is alive as it goes down your throat. Don't do it. Isn't that horrible? I don't know. I mean, I've seen people eat things that are alive in videos, and I just don't understand why they would want to. It's all, I feel like it's just they, well, they want to because it feels make them feel powerful. I hate it. I guess that's true. It just makes them, you know, they have a small penis. And they're and taking life from something else to give them enjoyment. I hate it. I don't ever, I don't, I don't condone it and shut it down. So don't eat raw oysters. Whether you're a vegetarian or not, just don't do it. 
<laughs> Especially if you're a vegetarian. I don't want to see you out there eating a raw oyster. No. Okay? You'll be on no. our list. You'll be on the list, and that's not a list you want to be on, Kendall. And what I would do is I'd put somebody on our list if I saw him eating a live oyster. But what would you do in this segment that's called WWU do? What, 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 you are getting ready to go to a big event at the Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts. And it's very classy. Etiquette is a must, as you know. Mm. And you find out that all your clothes have been shrunk in the dryer mm. by, well, it was, it was by me, I must admit. Uh, I was doing a science experiment in the dryer, and the details God. of which are not important, and they are Damn very classified. It. But at, uh, all you can find is some clothing that was donated from Charles the Contractor's racist uncle from the woods. It all fits you, however. They all have some obscene phrases on them that nobody wants to see. And the clothes cannot be turned inside out due to all the stains. What do you do? Then you... <laughs> you're asking the wrong person, Kendall. This is too easy. Then I just go over to my art cabinet, get out some heavy-duty paint, and I paint it up whatever color I want. I call myself Keith Herring, and I just paint my clothes cover up all those nasty slogans. Maybe I put on some, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter and, you know, defend trans people slogans, you know, stuff that would really annoy the bigots out there. Yeah. And then I go, and I'm probably going to be on the cover of the Bushtown Examiner for having the most eye-catching outfit of the night. Oh, and instead of Keith Harrington, you'd be Cliff No Harrington. No Harrington. Keith uh, Herring. No Herring. Yes. Kendall, what would you do? You would have just gone naked, right? That's what you would have done. Hey, art. Talk about art. <laughs> Talk about art. Art is meant to provoke and shock sometimes. And I'm provoke everybody. You're provoking me right now. Kendall, as a tween, this is what was happening. This is a hypothetical WWID situation, okay? All right. As a tween... You're playing outside your house one day, and then, you know, you're walking around. You peek into the window of the basement of your own house. Oh, God. And you see... This is upsetting, Kendall. Trigger warning. This is upsetting. You see through the window your dad taking nudie pictures of his own (laughs) sister. Kendall, what would you do? If that's easy, I didn't have a basement. (laughs) Why does it matter? In this situation, you did. Oh, well, you didn't specify. Um, So in that situation, then, I guess I would... I don't know. I mean, I'm too young to do anything. It's none of my business. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on there. Did you say I'm six years old? No, I said you're a tween. Oh, a tween? Where did I get six from? I just made that up. I just made that up. I, I tried to... See, my inner child came out and tried to save me. It was like, oh, you're six. You don't know. You would have a psychotic break, like I you would just have did. A psychotic break. I would act like I was six, and I would run out of the room like a child, screaming for a therapist. All right, that's in the movie Dark Room, streaming on Tubi. The child he burned the house down. So you—you you didn't ask what I'd like to no. do. No, no, I didn't. That's what I would do. That's what I'd do. All right, Cliff, you. Ow. Oh, Me? I hit my funny bone. Damn oh, it. Oh, God. That's the first funny thing that's happened this whole episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> we need one of those things every episode. Just keep them coming back. So, Cliff, 
you know how we're really cool and hip to the idea with our bodies and everything. We don't right. we don't care now that we're real overweight anymore. We're, we're not. Just well, we're just it. not shaming. We're not. We're, we're shaming not shaming. Ourselves. That's what I mean. You know what I'm trying. You know what I'm getting at. Yeah. But we're just enjoying life and living for love. However, at the library, several of the other library volunteers have they got together. And they decided to have an intervention for you and to tell you that you're doing harm to your body by eating too much. And they're going to help you out. And they're like, we're going to start a prayer group and, and call people around and we can get you in Weight Watchers. What, well, you know, we'll help you, Cliff. These assholes have convened to do this. What the hell do you do? I would just go and, you know, probably get in drag as our drag persona, Miranda Costanza. <laughs> And I would do a big lip sync number to one of those empowering ballads, like that one from that circus movie, I am who I'm meant to be, this is me. And you bring the house down, too. Yeah, and then I would bring the house down, and they would be like, sorry, what were we even thinking? Well, I'm so glad to hear that clip. I would have went another route there would have been hard drives involved but I'm, I'm glad to hear that you took the better route i took the better route okay the more theatrical one as always all right <laughs> that and then on another note you're at an ice cream parlor one day and you take whew, way too long to order shock you just can't decide you're like <laughs> i don't know maybe this maybe that what else is new and guess what somebody was behind you and you piss them off and yes it oh, was God. an evil Genie. Oh, God damn it. It's always evil genie. And the genie curses you because he hears that you like to have fun and you like to laugh. And he curses you. Who doesn't? So that every time you start to laugh, whether it be at our show, at the Golden Girls, at some Paula Poundstone stand-up. But anytime you're laughing, Kendall, whether it's from hilarious stand-up comedy or classic sitcoms or unpopular podcasts... You float up to the damn ceiling. Kendall, what would you do? Oh, well, you see, Cliff, what people don't realize is that when that does happen, the one way, of course, to get down is to belch. And I think you're mixing (laughs) Mary Poppins with Willy Wonka. No, no, no. It's everybody knows that that's the way it happens. And I am you've come to the right place if you need belches. And I would just like just let them let them fly. And I, it would just slowly bring me back down to reality. All right, that's what you would do. It is. That's what I do. I don't know if it would work, but that's what I'd do. That's what you try. And you'd be stuck um, up there. Well, but you'd eventually watch something real sad. I'd, have to, I'd come over and tell you about terms of endearment again. You just you'd be on the floor in no time, weeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those, all those work. It's either crying or or belching, whatever, whatever. Whatever scenario you gotta, you gotta move it around. Try them all. Um, all right, Cliff. Finally, for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're walking along in a pretty bad mood, I might say, when an mm-hmm. evil genie. Oh, he just got through interacting with me and saying this guy got all his metaphors mixed up. I tried to teach him a lesson, but he didn't learn. But he's he's like, hey, dude, you need to chill out. He's like, what's what's the probs, my man? And you're like, well, I'm just angry at everybody, the way people are acting, you know. He's like like those damn library workers tried to do a food intervention on me. And the evil genie, he decides to cut you a break, Cliff. He says, you know, I know exactly what to do. I want you to think about the person that you hate most in this world. The most, like, you don't have to say who it is, but just the person you want to see die all the time, right? 
He says, now, um, I'm going to make you deal. I'm going to say, I'm going to make your life amazing. I'm going to make it so that every, every luck is always on your side. Every time you play a lottery ticket, you win. Every time you wipe, it comes off clean. Everything's amazing. The most happiest you'll ever be. But the person that you hate, everything that happens good to you will happen bad to them. And, and just the more things good that happen to you, the worse it'll get for them. Are you okay taking this pledge and being evil like me? Sure. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> I, the only thing that gives me pause is I'd have to stop and whittle it down to who I would choose. <laughs> that is the hard part. All right, Kendall, I have another one for you, possibly more of a difficult decision than that one. Let's see. I like to throw you some easy ones every once in a while. Well, thank you. That's like I gave you that one about Whitewater and a Slick Willie. See, you you give me an easy one, I give you an easy one. When you're good to mama, mama's good good to you. you. Tell mama, tell mama all, Kendall. Something strange has happened. Uh Uh-oh. Also. And now, we don't know why, but you live in the Spaceballs universe. Oh, thank God. I love it. Well, it sounds good so far, right? But even stranger still, we don't know why, but an evil space genie curses you. <laughs> so that you I must... I it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> uh-huh. You must do one of the following. You must... You have to put this person down humanely... Or you have to not marry them because that's too restrictive. Build a life together with them. Or you have consensual intercourse. All right. You have to choose who to do what to. Between Dark Helmet, Yogurt, and Dot Matrix. And Kendall, all I can say is may the Schwartz be with you. I know. Well, I get that's that's why I think uh, I would probably have to. This is tough. Uh, well, the one's not tough. I'll build a life with Dot Matrix because. Okay. Come on, doesn't that sound amazing? Okay, it's like it does. having Joan Rivers all the time with you. I would put down humanely yogurt. Yes, and I would have consensual sex with um, with. Spaceball with the dark helmet. Oh, all right. If that's what you because everyone do. says his helmet's the largest. I bet he gives good helmet. That's what they'd say about you when you walk <laughs> See? in. See, I mean, it's they said it in the movie. I mean, I've got to go with what I've heard. Oh, all right, Kendall, that's not what I would do, but that's what you would do. All right, what would you have done? What was what was your list? I think you would put down dark helmet, and then it gets a little bit trickier. But although the the you know, the urge would be to build a life together because it would be so much like having a robot Joan Rivers dot matrix. But yeah, 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 yeah. You might need to have consensual sex with dot matrix because yogurt will have the power of the Schwartz. And, you know, he's also got that little gift shop with yeah, space but he balls. He got the downside. The, right? No, yogurt <laughs> is. Oh, he got the upside. Yeah, That's yogurt right. is yeah. the good. And so, you know, he's got Spaceballs, the lunchbox, and, you know, God willing, Spaceballs 2, the search for more money. Well, you're of right. You're right. Again, on a scale from Cliff to Kendall, are, are you right or wrong? <laughs> you're, from a scale from Cliff to Kendall, you're always right. <laughs> Did you oh. see Mrs. Butterbutter? <laughs> I think she set many world records today, but. <laughs>
Oh my goodness, I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow, uh, but yes, what a day we've had today. That was astounding to see you out there just romping, flopping, flipping, and you did not, you know, even break a sweat, even I don't think, and your etiquette was impeccable all the way through. Oh my God, your pinky was up the whole time. I've I've had donuts that didn't last as long as your ride. Oh, it was wonderful. I know Funky and Opie are going to be very proud of you, Sugar Lump. <laughs> oh dear, dear, they're already over on the mechanical bull trying it out just to see if they can hold on. <laughs> oh, they want to be just like Mom, I'm sure. Of course they do. Really, and uh, to give your prize money straight to the orphanage. I mean, what a classy oh dear, move. Well, I would have had it no other way. That's the whole reason I. Entered to begin with. <laughs> oh, yes, boys. Oh, oh, dear. Your friends from the Yachty Club over there, they want you to sign their rodeo playbills. <laughs> oh, now, please, dear. Don't make a celebrity out of me. I'm happy to sign, though. If you, if you have a red marker, it'll sign in a short letter on the playbill. Oh. Uh, I think she's getting into it a little bit too much. I think she's she's never going to take those jeans off now. We've never seen them on her before. <laughs> if I just did what she did, my jeans would never be able to come off again. Well, I don't think you could get into jeans that tight, Kendall. I no. Think. That's why they'd never come off. They'd have to be surgically removed. They'd have to be surgically They would become part of you. Like, you you would, you know, be the irritant that helps build the pearl inside the oyster. Yeah. You know, soon you'd be covered with oysters. But less cool than a pearl. Less co- Not as cool. I didn't say it was cool. It'd be sort of irritating. <laughs> but anyway, Kendall, oysters and ostriches, cabbages and kings, do you have anything else to say about anything? I mean, I just don't eat raw oysters. I think we've covered just about everything, though. Or don't eat raw ostriches, either. Don't. I mean, your eyes might be bigger than your head or your stomach. Uh, if you're an ostrich... Their eyes are definitely bigger. Exactly. Well, bigger than their brain. they got so many stomachs. Well, bigger than everything. Bigger than anything. It is the biggest thing on Earth, is an ostrich eye. Oh, it's that's the why they need three known. stomachs. Because, you know... <laughs> It's all coming together now. It's all coming back to us now. Uh, 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 Who knew we'd have so much fun at the rodeo? I was hoping that we would, and my hopes came true, Kendall. Thanks to you and thanks to our listeners today and all the fun we've had. And... Stay tuned, listeners. We'll be back next week. I got rid of this pseudo feces from all the fajita or what's it called? All those Fritos. 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 Yeah. All right. Can do. Smells like Fritos in here. I got to spray some more of this pumpkin spray. Can do wipe those pseudo feces off. What a weird way you've chosen to spend your life. You've made some bizarre choices and I'm not sure why I don't understand the things that you do If I did, I'd be worried about me, not you What a weird way you've chosen to spend your
that I was the king of the freaks till I saw you out in the street. If someone as weird as me thinks you're weird, then Yep, that's the one.